What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another installment in the Indeed and Truth Ministries podcast series. I'm Logan. I'm Amber. And we are here to have conversations about faith-related topics. So, Amber, go ahead and give them the spiel about how they can reach out. And you want me to do it? No, You're I can giving it. me the eyeballs. You want to do it? Yeah. Okay, right. go ahead. Give them the um, spiel. You can get a hold of us on our Facebook page, um, IndeedandTruthMinistries.org, or you can get a hold of us on um, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, TikTok, I think that's about it. Um, you can give us your prayer requests or you can ask us questions, whatever you want to do. We're always willing to hear. We also have our weekly devotions that go up. I have not been faithful in that, and I apologize. We have had a hectic past few weeks. <laughs> it has been an interesting start to the new year for us. Um, in a good way. In a good way, yes. But So this is why you guys are getting episodes so late, and honestly, it's in crunch time because starting in March... We are starting a new series, and so watch out for a trailer for that. We are going to release another release trailer, uh, and it's going to be talking about the new series and what it is that we're going to get into, and we're going to spend the whole year on this series. And we got some other people. Um, we got a pastor that we've uh, recently ordained in our ministry, and we've put on him over some of the um, uh, some over some of the nursing home things that we do. And so he is he's going to be on with us. And we have a, a really really good friend of ours who's going to be coming on with us. And he's also looking to begin preaching and stuff like that too. So I think it'll be really awesome. Yeah, you gonna... don't want to miss it. There are definitely a, a couple powerhouse men. Yeah, it, it will be good. It will be great, 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 great time in the Lord, and I feel like it'll be a great teaching opportunity uh, because we are focusing this year on getting back to the basics of the kingdom. We're focusing on getting back. Everything that we do has to model Jesus's life, and so if we're struggling and we're having issues breaking through something, then that's what we got to go. We got to go back to the model of Jesus. So um, I think that's pretty much it. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about the eBooks? that we are going to be putting up on the website. We're not there yet. We're getting there. We've got editing to do, and we've got to finish some things in those aspects. But we do have, I think, three of them in total that's going to be up from the website for free. So go ahead. You could talk about yours. I was about to say, mine's already finished. I had done a ebook on um, spiritual warfare and a spiritual sniper and what that exactly is. Um, and it, it goes into depth about the spiritual warfare that we deal with as people and as um, Christians in general and what, uh, and what the Bible says about it. Okay. And I broke it down. I used a site and I put the link in that um, ebook as well as to what a uh, a military sniper does and um, well, how that pertains. Well, I'm not. The whole thing. Just don't ruin the book or people won't want to read it. I'm not ruining it. You're tearing the whole book. No, I'm not. Anyways, so she's excited about it. She's she's very proud of it. And, and it sounds good, but you're, you're like telling the whole book. No, I wasn't. Yes, <laughs> you are. Um, we are finally also going to have a tool for... Um, when people get saved. So we are going to have a, it's going to be a quick ebook, you know, just, you know, some basics about salvation and stuff like that. We're going to have that. And we're also going to do a book about the five things to settle before marriage. Um, and so I'm going to work on that and we're not there yet, but we are going to get those together. So exciting stuff. Um, we also have some other big, big announcements that we want to make, but we can't make them because we really don't know where we stand on them yet. So we'll get there. But uh, Amber, do you want to crack the 
topic open. She's shaking her head no. So what we want to talk about today is we want to, um, we, we've been talking about this for a few weeks, and I brought it up a few weeks ago because we was going to record a few weeks ago, and then things got happening, kids got sick, and some different stuff. So we was focused on that. But, um, you know, if you want something bad enough, you'll go after it. And you go after it with everything that's in you. So what what we've been talking about is, actually the statement I made was pretty bold, and it was, we don't want to build the church. Because if we wanted to build the church, then we would be out building the church. It's that simple. You know, if you want a car, you go and save up for a car and you buy a car. You want to build a house, you go and get the money and the materials and all that stuff and you build the house. If you want to sit around and catch a gaming marathon or catch your favorite TV show or all those different kinds of things, anytime that you do that, you, it's a want that you have. It's a desire that you have. Not just that, but there's a work that goes behind it. You have to work for it as well. Like, if you want that car, what do you do? You work them double hours to make sure you got that extra money to put on down on a down payment for that car or down payment for the house. So you have to get all that work done. Not just that, but if you want to watch that game all day, you have to work before that. You have to make sure that everything's put in place so that you don't have to do anything else so that you can sit down and watch that game. Just like the kingdom of God and in building the church, there's work behind it. Right. But what I want to, what I want to talk about is, and while there's, yes, I get, yeah, there's work, but the problem is, is we don't want it. That's what I'm saying. So we don't even, we don't even, it's not about, I don't even think it's the work. We just don't want it. It, it isn't about whether or not, um, you know, oh, well, it's going to be hard. Well, yeah, we know it's going to be hard, right? Like we're, we're fully aware of that. I think it's because we just don't want it bad enough. If we did, our churches would be full. If we wanted God bad enough, everybody be praying in the tongue and praying in tongues and people getting slayed in the spirit all over the place. I mean, the presence of God would be there to back up whatever it is that it's we're lack doing. of relationship. Okay, expand. Talk about that. Um, well, I had actually taught about it today and in the nursing home, I was talking to him about having a relationship with Jesus and how when you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you just have a religion. You have this list of rules of I'm not doing this, but I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to do this and I'll do this, but I won't do this. And that's not, that's not relationship. A relationship is sitting down and spending that time one-on-one talking with one another. What is a relationship? It's communication. It's intimacy. It's, uh, talking, it's spending time together. It's not just coming into a church building and sitting down and listening to the pastor talk and say, well, see you next week. Like, that's just not, that's not church. That's not, that's not the relationship with God. That's not the deepness of how do you expect to build a church when you don't have a relationship with the the God who built the church? Well, and that's what I'm saying. So, you're saying, so you think that part of the reason we don't want it is because of the lack of relationship. So we could sum that up very easily and say, um, you don't understand. What did Jesus tell? What uh, he, uh, Well, they he nicknamed them the Sons of Thunder. But uh, what did he tell them? They said, you know, can we call fire down on from heaven on, on these people? And he said, you know not what spirit you're of. Right. So maybe it's maybe okay. So you're saying, hey, we don't want to build the church because we lack relationship. You know, we we lack intimacy with God, and because we lack that, we, you know, really just um, 
we, we're missing it. You know what I mean? And 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 what are we excited about? What are we going to go tell people about? What are we going to share with people if we're not excited about anything God's done because we don't even understand what he did in the first place? Right. I think, yeah, exactly. I think a lot of it is not understanding how to have that relationship with God. Well, how do I, how do I get there? What do I do to get there? Like, what can I do to get there? Like, how, how do I know that? And that was something else I was talking about today is, you know, oh, how do you know God's talking to you? How do you decipher that in your mind? I've had people ask me that all the time. Well, you know, like I told you last night, there was a lady I watch on Facebook called Better Together. There's like this group of women and one of the ladies said it and it, it was the most perfect thing I think I've ever heard. She said, if it is God speaking to you, it is going to be in the Bible. It will be the word. Whatever it is that he is talking to you, it will be found in the Bible because that is his word. And that just, that just, oh, that that's the best way I can explain it is because everything he has ever spoken to me, it is found in scripture. Okay. So expand on relationship. Tell me about what you think relationship with God looks like. If you're see what I'm saying, because because essentially what you're saying is, well, if we don't motivate as the church and we don't have relationship, we have no desire to build the church. Right. We have no desire to um, to tell people about him, because like I said a few minutes ago, I have no understanding or I really have no revelation about what he did for me in the first place. So I'm just kind of doing whatever I want to do. And, you know, and then if, if God shows up, then great. But that's. You know, you're missing a lot of elements in that. Right. So talk about what you think relationship looks like. Because, see, like, some people would maybe even take that and say, oh, well, I thought having a code of reg- – or, like, a, a code that I lived by with the Holy Ghost is is the right thing to do. And I think that, yeah, maybe it is, but you can really border the line of legalism and and relationship right. if you're not careful. And, you know, it's just like – Don't all- bind yourself to a law. Well, and I think that we have to let the Holy Ghost convict us where we yeah. need to be convicted at. You need to learn, and that's another thing, like you said, relationship. If you lack relationship with the Holy Ghost, conviction oh, yeah. and, and, and revelation and, and all those things are it's just all lost hindered, on yeah. you. Yeah, it's, it's lost on you. It's, it's, it's not ever going to manifest in your life because you won't even spend time talking with him. And Jesus said, hey, you're not going to have me right now, but I'm going to send somebody else, another comforter, somebody who's going to be there. He's going to guide you into truth. He's going to teach you truth. He's going to remind you of the things that I've said to you. You know, and and so I think that's a big one too. But go ahead. Sorry, I just... I think uh, uh, to have a relationship and how to get that relationship is just like I spoke today at the nursing home. I had told them, you know, the biggest thing that we need to do as Christians is we need to carve out time and spend it in our prayer closet, praying, speaking to God, asking him what he wants out of our lives, spilling everything that we have to him in that time, not just giving him a little piece here and there. He wants all of it. He already knows. Yes. And that's, that's the big thing is some people are like, Oh, well he already knows my thoughts. He knows everything. So why do I need to tell him? Because when you talk and you tell the truth, the truth is what sets you free. And the more you tell the truth in that prayer time with God, the more freedom you're going to have. And that's, I mean, it's all connective if you really look at it. And that's, and that's what I do in my time. That's how I get that closeness with God as I pour myself completely out to him. And I'm like, okay, I'm empty now. Fill me, fill me with what you need me to have so that I can go and give it to others. 
Okay, so there's so communication. Oh yeah, is, is it's an aspect huge. of relationship. Yeah. Okay, so and worship, else? worship, praise. You know, spending time in in worship and praising Him and setting an atmosphere of a prayer and in worship and uh, speaking in, in tongues. That's another one that some people just don't get into because that's just weird. But you know, that that's the, that's a heavenly language. It's good communication between you and you and, and God and, and your spirit crying out for what you need that you don't know how to put into words so that God can come in and intervene in that moment so I just I, I don't know. Those are those are the key things for my relationship. Of course, reading your word, getting in the Bible and knowing what God says about your life. Um, for me, I, and that was something I told the nursing home people, because some of them can't read. They can't because they ain't got glasses or they ain't got their prescriptions or whatever for their glasses. I, I told them, I said, the I, when I first got saved, I listened to audio Bible. I couldn't comprehend anything I was reading. I could read. I just didn't get it. Like it just didn't stick. So I would sit and I would read or I would listen to um, like a chapter a day, like, and it would be the same chapter on repeat constantly all day long until I got it. And I'm like, okay, now I can move on to the next thing. But I sectioned everything out. I would do it in small increments because that's all I could handle. That's all I could, that's all I could comprehend. That's all I could get. But as I was doing that, God was building that in me and I was able to get more and more and more and more out of it. So if that makes sense. So kind of what I'm hearing is so relationship is uh, with God and the Holy Ghost and, and, and building that and doing that sounds like communication, being in worship, spending time with him um, and uh, the word. Absolutely. And fasting. That's another and fasting, one. Yeah, I was about to say fasting is another great way to do that because and fasting, really what fasting does is it gets you out of the way. It does. It doesn't it doesn't. It doesn't move God. God already did everything. The Lord already did everything on the cross. Everything's already done there. But fasting gets you out of the way. It helps you get your flesh down. Paul said, I thank my God that I pray in tongues more than all of you. And what was another thing that was said? And I, don't, I want to say it was Paul, but it might have been Peter or James. But he said, praying in the Holy Ghost always building yourself up in your most holy faith. And I think, personally, part of the reason we lack what the Church of Acts had is because we lack relationship with the Holy Ghost. We don't want to look weird. Well, not just that, but because of that lack in that relationship, you suffer from, you don't have boldness. No. Why is it that they said we have, that we thank our God that we have boldness or pray that mm -hmm. I would have boldness to go and speak the word and the opportunities would open Why? Because they were fully convinced by the Holy Ghost that what they were doing was going to build the kingdom. And, mil and, and millions of people now today have been reached because of that. But think about the thousands of people that they did then. The Bible told us in Acts that 12 men turned the world upside down. Right. So 12 men could accomplish that. And I guarantee you that every single one of them, what did the apostles say when the church first started? They said, is it not meet for us to leave the pray prayer and the word so that we can minister in tables. They weren't setting themselves above everybody. They were just saying, hey, look, we, 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 like, for example, we talk about the apostolic anointing. We talk about being apostolic builders. And so the apostolic requires deep moments and deep time in prayer, fasting in the word and getting revelation and getting something from God. Because when you go back out there, you know, people, people, let me say it this way. People are drawn to me and you, for example, because of the anointing that's on us. And 
when they get around us, they tend to get a little uncomfortable sometimes, I feel, because they don't realize, like, the more time they spend around us, the more time they realize how embedded in something that we really yeah, are that, or what's really going on behind the scenes. And they're like, oh, wow, I didn't know that's what they were doing. Right. They don't see that we were like that in both places. We're not just like that in front of you, but we're behind that. We're behind the scenes like that, too. We don't we don't change just like God doesn't change. And that was another point I made today. You know, God does not change. He doesn't change his mind about you. He does not change his promises that he has for you. Everything that he has spoke is yours. And he's not going to take it back because it's not who he is. So a really good nugget today is that we would just get the revelation that we've got to have a relationship. And because of the lack of relationship, we've discovered in our conversation that that's part of the reason why we don't want to build the church. Right. You know, and, and, it, and, it, and it blows my mind. And I say that, and it's a bold statement to make, but it's true. We don't want to do it. And the only reason we don't want to do it is, like you said earlier, well, we don't want to look weird or we don't want to look silly or we don't want this or we don't want this or, you know, I will, this person says no to it. Well, then they said no to you. Right. You know how many times the apostles were beaten half to death because they mentioned Jesus? And back then in those days, like, man, they've been like, oh, they took, well, actually what happened was with Peter and John, they said, oh, and they took, uh, what'd they say? They said they took recognition and realized, oh, they've been with Jesus. Oh, they were right. traveling with Jesus. You know what I'm saying? I told the 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 people today as well that, you know, I needed to be more like our three-year-old. That girl has a relationship with the Holy Ghost. She'll tell you. She tells you everybody. She tells everybody, oh, you know, the Holy Ghost did it. Just like when she got, she had that little stomach flu or whatever. She said, the Holy Ghost fell. She said, the Holy Ghost filled me up and that devil come flying out. Like, she will tell people, like, about the Holy Spirit. She knows, and, and she tells me that he sleeps with her. He sleeps in her bed. He sleeps upon her. She, she rests with her. He eats his... I mean, she literally has a relationship say, she, with the Holy Ghost. She she just told us, what, a few days ago that the Holy Ghost likes sausage. Yes. So if y'all need to hit some super spiritual moments <laughs> going on in the house, cook some sausage. Because right. we've been informed the Holy Ghost likes it. So I don't know if that's true or not. But no, you're right. She does. She's got an intimate relationship with the Holy Ghost. And... You know, it's so funny because she'll sit there. She'll be like, that Holy Ghost is so funny. <laughs> and she'll just randomly say that. Like, you don't know what God's saying no. to her. But, you know, that's relationship. And I think because of the lack of relationship, we don't want to build the church. Right. And then even if we are being successful in that area and building the church, then relationship has to take place inside the church. Exactly. And you've got to be willing to... Make yourself a little uncomfortable, and I'm I'm horrible about it. I used to be like I'm better now than what I was five or six years ago, but I'm still not. We the were best talking about, about it. that today. Me and a couple people from church that have known you since you started coming to the church yeah. about the growth that you've had in um, a lot of areas. <laughs> but you're right. You were you were really bad about. I'm a little better, not oh, great, but a little you're a lot better. better. So, but no. So with that being said, you know, let's let's be a people that want to build the kingdom. Let's be a people that have a relationship with God. Let's be a people that wants to go after what God wants us to go after. And if you're a person sitting here today and you're thinking, well, I hear what you guys are saying, or maybe you're backslidden or, or whatever the situation is, but I hear what you guys are saying, um, and you know, but I just don't know. I don't have that kind of relationship. Well, you can't even begin to, to try to get to worrying about whether or not you're going to help build the church or build the kingdom until you get in relationship with the one who paid a price for it. You know, and, and that's Jesus. That's the, that's the only way. Jesus said he was the way, the truth, the light. And there's only, he said, he's a broad's the way and that's uh, that's to destruction. But he said, narrows the gate 
that leads into everlasting life. So Jesus is that only gate. He is the only way into heaven. And so if you're sitting here and you're hearing us today and you are not saved, we want to give you an opportunity. And then afterwards, I want you to reach out to us and let us know because we want to celebrate with you. And if you guys have testimonies and those kinds of things, you know, I really wish people would take more advantage of, of some of those things because we could put testimonials up on our website and all kinds of things. So please, please, please reach out to us and let us know. Um, but you know, we're just gonna give you an opportunity and I just want you to repeat this prayer with me. I just want you to say, father, in the name of Jesus, I come before you today and I recognize my sin and I ask that you would forgive me and that you would wash me clean and that you would fill me with the Holy Spirit, and that from this day forward, I will live for you because you died for me. And I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. If you did that, please reach out to us. Let us know. And um, just don't, don't, be, don't, don't feel like you're the only person. You know, we're only asking, the, I'm only asking the question, the same thing I asked Amber, you know, why is it the church isn't building? Why is it that we're not growing? Well, we're not growing because we don't want to grow. Because we've turned church into a social club. And Jesus didn't, Jesus didn't die for a social club. You know, nor he, did he, he, he died to reach the world. Nor did he die for man-made religion. So, Amber, go ahead and pray us out of here. Heavenly Father, we just come to you right now in Jesus' name. Lord, we love you, and we love everything that you have done for us, God. We ask that you would just bless people with this word today, that you would encourage them in their walk, Lord, that the, if they are struggling in this area, Lord, that you would speak to them and give them full understanding, God. I thank you that you are just bringing the church back to where it's supposed to be, that it's not just a building, but it is the body of Christ. And I thank you for it, God, and I give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, guys, thank you for listening. Be looking out for the new season or new series we're going to do. Be looking out for the eBooks. Keep an eye on the website. We're super excited. Watch for social media, and we will see you soon and take care of you.